The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we talk about feeling dead inside. Mm -hmm. We talk about being introverts, social distancing, getting out of a rut, and what all of this has to do with evolution. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone. Coffee. Welcome. Coffee. Talk to me. Yeah. I'm coffee. Shut my coffee here. Thank you for joining Iced us. Iced coffee. Today, we are going to talking about be talking about why you're in a rut, our human need for novelty. But before we get into that, I wanted to just share that I am so excited for something novel coming up, which is tomorrow for us. Whoops. In terms of... Excuse me. Excuse you, Toast. Alarm went off. In terms of just doing something something different. Different for us. So different we for us. are going... To drive out to Oregon City, home of the end of the Oregon Trail Interpretive Center. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are like us and you love museums and historical things and history, then this is the kind of level of date that you could expect. This is what we really get excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, which is it's kind of funny to me. You're, you're so cute. You kind of have a smile on your face like you're, <laughs> like you're kind of kind amused of at us. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess a lot of people like this kind of stuff. I think so. Right? I think maybe I think, people don't admit it. I don't know. I love it. Okay. But the point is that, you know, since 2020, Toast and I have just, I mean, I think in general, we're introverts. Absolutely. In general. And um, so, 2020, although it was a hard adjustment, it wasn't as hard as maybe um, other people who are extroverts, who worked outside of the home. We worked at home. We're introverts. So it was, you know, it wasn't as hard of an adjustment. But but I will say we have allowed that type of living to extend all the way, all these years, all these past (laughs) years. 
And we it's been are, years. It's been years. And we've, we Literally. are doing it differently. If you've heard some of our um, other podcasts, we are doing it differently this year. And one of the things is we're getting back to our dates, not just our at-home movie dates, like our getting out of the house kind of Those dates. Those are cheating dates, right? And so I'm really Not excited. even board games. I'm really excited to go at home out. And um, we have been doing more of that, but we'll talk a little bit more w- about that when we get to the topic. Okay. But what else? Let's so turn, what, what is what? the interpretive center? Oh, I did want to share with the people okay. that what I'm excited about with, what is this, the end of the Oregon Trail? Mm-hmm. What I'm excited about is Toast and I, whether you would believe it or not, we are fans of the show 1883 and the next installment of the show, which is 1923. And it's about a family that actually traverse the states to and towards Oregon to create a whole new life. And if you haven't seen it and you like um, those tales of just... (laughs) You know, the family roughing it and the hardship and the pain, but how much love there is throughout the whole thing with people dying, people losing their car, their horse dying, then you might enjoy this series. It's the modern Western. Yes. So it's exciting because they were headed towards Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they landed, they they ended up Don't spoil it for people. Okay. I won't. I won't. (laughs) I won't. But it's exciting. It's exciting. I mean, maybe, well, you know, those shows are spinoffs of another show called Yellowstone. Right. So yeah, right. I don't know how much of a spoiler it would be to find out. They right. actually because didn't Yellowstone make it to Oregon. in Montana. Okay. Anyways. Anyhow, so it's exciting. All okay. of it. Oh, well, I'm really curious, and I would be actually pretty delighted if there's another spinoff that comes out mm-hmm. that will be 1963. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. we're starting from 1883. Is mm-hmm. that what it was? Mm-hmm. Was it 83? Yes. Okay. I, I will say... fact check that. Okay, yeah, chat. fact check that. Chat with our friends. Go ahead. Let okay. me fact check it. Go ahead. What I appreciate about the series is that because... Yes, it was. Okay. Fact checker. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the mini hats that, that we wear here. <laughs> Our own fact checkers. So 1883, you know, forward 40 years. 1923 is a series mm-hmm. that's out now. So if they go forward another 40 years, mm-hmm. 1963. And I just appreciate, it's that history nerd part of me that just appreciates putting our time now, our generation, into context and into a yeah. larger piece of, of history. Um, and just to realize like all of the things that can feel like such big deals mm-hmm. to us here and now, all the dramas that go on in our individual oh, lives gosh. and even yeah. as a society. And it's like, it, in a way, it's actually such small potatoes. Right. Like when you look at the long stream of history. Try not taking a know? bath for weeks <laughs> on end and wearing a corset and a giant dress. Like that's one of many things. But anyways. Anyway. Anyways. Okay. And talk about variety and adventure for these people and families, yeah, right? For death. Like, geez. Okay, so let's move on to our topic.
All right. So first of all, let me just say that this topic came about because this is something that Toast and I have struggled with. So as we share some information with you today, we are also like sharing it with ourselves, like reminding ourselves, because this is something we have battled, um, especially rutting. since 2020. Yes, rutting, like full on <laughs> rutting it. And I will say that there has been a recurring conversation in our household where I am telling Toast, <laughs> I'm at my wits end and I am telling Toast, I can't handle this Groundhog Day. Every day is the same day. We're living the same day every day. And the feeling, it's such a complicated mix of feelings that I have when I'm when I'm exclaiming that because I'm uncomfortable, I'm not satisfied, I feel dead inside, (laughs) and also I am very grateful for the fact that we have jobs, we have an income, we have a roof over our heads, you know, all, all of those things. Now, some people might argue, no, there's no way you can be grateful and feel those things. So yes, true. So not at the, simultaneously, but I do have very, um, I, I very much have gratitude mm-hmm. for where we are in our lives and what we have and the people in our lives and all of that. I really am. So this isn't about gratitude and just trying to be like, better at being grateful, but this Groundhog Day feeling and this repetitive conversation that we've been having always came back to, we do not have enough variety in our lives. And so because of that, my sense of well-being was compromised. Like I did not feel well. You know, I just wasn't feel. I felt like what? That's the the dead inside. Yes, yes. (laughs) I didn't feel well because I was feeling dead inside. Yes, despite you know, still doing things I loved, but it was the it was the same things, Mm. you know. And so that's what brought this topic to the forefront today. And that you know, people might people might um, benefit from hearing this again because. I think most people in general um, have already like done the work to unrut themselves since 2020. I think many people, they're already out there. Mm-hmm. Many people we know, they're traveling, flying all over the like, place. Like, what, what COVID? What's yeah. that? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think most people have already done it. We're a little bit, we're taking a slower route. Mm-hmm. But just the changes that we have made so far in unrutting ourselves I feel a tremendous difference. Do you? Yes. You hesitated. Oh, no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Uh, yeah, you know like what? I, I just feel happier. I, we go and we do something different. I'm just preoccupied. Like, oh. Sorry. I just have oh, to. Oh, what happened? This has, it has gone unsaid until now. Oh, okay. Go ahead. But I just have to acknowledge that the rut yes. or rutting yep. has another meaning when deer are in heat and in the mating season, that's called the rut. Oh. And when they're rutting, oh, it's no. referring to sexual activity of deer and similar mammals. <laughs> so that's kind of just been, you know, 
in the subtext of back. So I just wanted to okay, acknowledge so, that. So hey. we're not using the term in that way. That's all. Wait, no. now Toast, Ooh, okay. I did write a blog that used that I quoted <laughs> rutting because yeah. I was just using the way I like to yeah. talk. That's fine. Let's be sure to no. Let's be sure to adjust. That. <laughs> we can make a little joke because I did not say, know about the deer and this yeah, okay, issue. Anyway. So thank you. Okay. okay, thank you for clarifying. Sorry. All our Just, dear people are like whoa. Um, anyways, but yes, no, I have noticed a different facet, more dimension to, yes. the, to our lives, and so it's a good thing, and we're grateful for it, and. Let's talk about it some more. And here's the thing, too, that I thought was really interesting. So because as creatures of habit, when you're used to being in your rut, anything that will unrut you, (laughs) there could be resistance, especially for an introvert. It's like, oh, well, no, I, no, we, I. We don't have time or no, I'm so tired from the work week. I don't want to go and do that on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. But here's the interesting thing. I have found that as we've gone and spent a whole Saturday doing whatever it is or a Sunday for that matter, it actually energizes me. Mm. It brings me back to life Mm. from the dead. So the dead inside goes away a little bit. Yes. And that's, that's the whole exciting thing. So... I know you want to say something, but let me just cap this with um, a psychology professor at the New York Department of Psychology. Catherine Hartley has said people feel happier when they have more variety in their daily routines, when they go to novel places and have a wider array of experiences. So I love that, that that is actually documented. And you have experienced that. You can raise your hand and say... Yes. It has been it has been quite energizing. Yes. I'm a people and I have experienced that. Yes, yes that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What were you going to say though? You're like mm, well, mm, mm. and I was like, "Oh gosh, Let I me forget. just finish." I for- I honestly forget what I was even doing. Okay. It seemed in that really urgent. Very instant. Okay. All right. You'll but, remember it. But I know we were going to talk about Rat Park, so is now a good time to talk about Rat Park. Oh. Yes. So, so when I, so to, when Toast and I would have these conversations where I'm like, it's Groundhog Day, we need Rat Park. That's part of what I would say to her. We need Rat Park because years ago, years ago, Toast told me this about this study. So why don't, yeah, tell them about Rat Park. Yeah. I forget how I first learned about it, probably in a podcast, but there were these series of experiments done back in like the 70s or 80s it was a long time ago okay the series of experiments done with we've rats. and i think we've talked about rat park before in the podcast probably yeah. probably um and and they were doing experiments about drug addiction and i think they used morphine and they were seeing how addictive morphine was to these mm. rats that okay. could self-administer morphine like you know, tap like a, a drip. Le- yeah, tap a lever and get it mm-hmm. somehow. Um, and in this, these particular series of experiments, they had uh, morphine available to two different groups of rats, and one group were rats in, you know, I guess what you would imagine as typical lab cages, where it's just you know a sterile okay uh, cage. So it's not Disneyland for the rats. It's Mm-mm. just like a jail cell, okay. right? Aww. They're just you know. Yeah. Um, and then the other group of rats were in what um, was called 
Rat Park. And it mm. was like Disneyland in the sense that there they, were things to do. They had a spacious, yeah, and they had other rats to interact with. And they had like, you know, those hamster wheel type mm-hmm. things and just environmental enrichment. It was yes. like a park. Yes, yes. And, and I mean, kind of predictably, yeah. the rats in Rat Park mm-hmm. were less likely to become addicted to mm-hmm. the morphine compared, you know, compared to that. the rats in yes. the cages where it's like, there's nothing else you're going to do. Right. So you may as well just get your pleasure from the drug because what else are you going to do? Um, and I know that there's, I think there's been like probably overuse of this particular scientific example to illustrate the importance of uh, our social, you know, enrichment and all that and how important it is. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think each of us as individuals can speak to the, um, the, the overall point of feeling better yeah. and healthier and just having mm. a greater sense of well-being mm-hmm. when our lives consist of relationship with other people and social, yes. you know, wider social uh, ties right. and activities and, that is why. and, and tasks and, and responsibilities and mm-hmm. things we need to show up for mm-hmm. instead of just sitting around and no contact with anything else. Right. And that's why 2020 was so hard because not only did we just have to hunker down and be in our own sterile environment socially distanced but we were also we didn't have the people around us right and so it was you know all of those things it was an interesting mix because at the time yes we had that the social distance Mm -hmm. and obviously especially for people who live alone i know yeah that's the worst right um but at the same time it was novel Yep. I mean, there was a lot in the of beginning, variety. Yes. It yes. was brand new. So many yeah. things were brand new. So and introverts were throwing a party. Like, oh, yay, I don't have to go and see right. that person. Yeah. I can just be by myself. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so interesting. And that's why I love, you know, that example. And it, it always, it's, it just left an impression on me. Because how many times have I mentioned Rat Park to you? Yeah, How we all, that's part of I've our... Ta- it's part of our, our language, right? Yeah. Rat Park, Rat Park, Rat, rat park, park. Which we have renamed now Cat Park. Yeah, we use it interchangeably, right? Yeah. Why, so, why is that? Because we, I keep forgetting we renamed it Cat Park and I keep calling it Rat Park. Did, and then you say, we're calling, we're calling it Cat Park. And I said, oh, Rat Park. I mean, Cat Park. But why did Anyways. we feel like we had to change it away from Rat Park? Because we felt bad for lab rats? Because we didn't want rats. We don't want to manifest rats. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we may manifest cats. Oh my gosh. Which okay. we've already done once in our lives. Anyway, <laughs> back to it. So yes. So studies have shown that having that kind of variety and novelty in our environment, in our life, helps us to be happier, excited, even feeling stronger, mm. and oftentimes relaxed mm. or attentive and focused. So I think that's, I think I love that. But before, you know, before diving in even deeper, I want to just make sure everyone knows, and this has a little bit to do with the teeny tiny goals. Oh, previous episode. Yeah. Previous episode, teeny tiny goals. 
Um, what number which was, is that? Which was episode 148, Do It Different. Okay. Using teeny tiny goals okay. to make bigger changes. Because it doesn't... What So when we're saying having a need for variety, a need for novelty, it doesn't mean like, oh my God, when am I going to find time to climb that mountain way over there and have this... You don't have to create such a big adventure. You don't have to buy expensive hard to get concert tickets. You, you don't have to do that. Even the smallest change, the smallest drop of variety of novelty will bring something beneficial to your well-being. Just the smallest amount. Some variety to your physical or mental routine is going to be beneficial. So don't be overwhelmed if you've really... Um, if you are in a rut, just start small. Just do a small thing. It like could be example. a different... It could be like um, if you're a nine-to-fiver and you, you don't work from home, it could be just taking a different route home. Mm. That creates variety. You're, you're, you have to be more present because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is a different route. Do I turn here? What do I do? Um, and that's going to create a stronger sense of well-being. At least start in that direction. Mm. And then the more things you decide to add on to the novelty, you know, you'll be on a nice track of creating your own rat park. I guess that's a positive thing about the the glut of content that is available to us now in the form that of, is in the form of yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And you know, uh, I mean, I think that's what most of us turned to in 2020, right? It was like, let's go on social. I mean, that's when all the 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 online, more of the online businesses started booming. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think of other examples of like, you know, small things, like maybe even cooking, cooking a new dish. Yep. Right. It it can even be adding a different fruit, trying a different fruit this week. (laughs) (laughs) You always get the grapes and the oranges. It could be like, what is this fruit? I don't even know what it is. I'm going to buy it. Trying a new coffee place. Yeah. Like, for instance, we, we were recently gifted a box of tropical fruit. Um, variety pack. Of a all, variety pack. All kinds of these weird fruits. And there, I got to say, there are so many that I've never seen. And both Toast and I being born and raised in Hawaii, it's like, okay, I know this one, I know this one, I know this one, and this one. But what is this one, and this one, and this one, and this one? So it's, it's even just that is creating variety for us Mm -hmm. and is going to be part of our novel experiences to add to our sense of well-being. Yeah. So there's so many, there's so many things you can do, you know? So we've, um, started looking as part of our dates and stuff is looking at, um, neighboring cities or even just neighboring neighborhoods. Yeah. And this is a neighboring neighborhood for us. Yeah. And kind of playing tourist. I know. It's so fun to play tourist. I love it. Seeing what's out there. Yeah. That's fun. You can even... Something we have on our list is um, visiting a few gluten-free donut shops and (laughs) cupcakeries. (laughs) Um, That's exciting because I love love those things. And to find gluten-free... And grain-free options is super exciting for me because it's very rare. And to support local business. Yes. So we have that uh, to help create novelty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something funny um, to, to do is, oh, man, there's so many on YouTube. Mm. 
you can find all kinds of workouts. Oh, yeah, trying different workouts. Yeah, just, yeah. you know. You think you're not a, you know, high-intensity person? Try one. Try a 10-minute high-intensity. Mm-hmm. What is it called? High-intensity interval interval training. training. You could try that. You could decide to watch a different genre of movie that you think, I don't like it, or just or in a genre you do love. And just pick a new show mm-hmm. without reading what it's about. <laughs> if you love thrillers, go to thrillers and just pick one and then watch it. <laughs> I've, I've happened upon many great movies that way. Just by picking it and not, you know, diving too deep into what is this about? What is this about? Like just the other. Just press play. Yeah. It's, you know what that reminds me of? What? Back in the day. When, when you had to like go to the music store and buy like a CD. Tower Records. Yeah, buy yep. a CD mm-hmm. in order to hear the music. Like you had to pay yeah. for the album first and then oh, you yeah. go home and listen to it and right. see Instead if you like it. Instead of getting a preview, little, listen to a mini yeah. preview cut of it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's very true, unless you heard a released single on the radio, right? Right. But then you would just know the one track. Exactly. Yeah. So even listening to a new song, like new music that comes out, new music comes out every single week. Mm-hmm. And if not every day, depending on if you're an independent artist, but listening every to new day. music, listening to new music, there are lots of ways to bring more novelty into your life. But this is all just the everydayness of it there is a broader more spiritual perspective on this well as soon as okay so as soon as sienna started talking about this topic and and this need this human need for novelty it got me thinking about how it's like well why why do we need this why is that a need like what evolutionary purpose does that serve uh and I mean, that's a good it, way of putting it. Sorry, ex- that's me. Excuse you. <laughs> excuse you and your phone alarms. <laughs> um, yeah, because it does. I mean, I think it's fairly obvious that it does serve an evolutionary purpose. The life force, not just in human beings, but in matter itself, mm-hmm. like in cells yeah that that try out new things and hence evolve into multicellular creatures and so on and so forth like i it's just part of the life force yeah yes at a at a at the most primal level and the way that that force feels within us is this psychology of mm. We have this hunger, this appetite, yeah. just this instinctual, like a drive, like a sex drive, like a food drive, mm-hmm. uh, like hunger and thirst. We, we want that in terms of experiences yeah. and, and we call that novelty. Oh, we, we want something different. Mm-hmm. But what that is, is that's the life force in us, yeah. you know, expressing itself. That's why I wonder if like, that's why people... I think sometimes that can be why people fool around. 
you know, for well, the novelty. It's a factor. If yeah. their relationship gets in a rut, yes. it's for the novelty. And I've also heard that infidelity is caused by a person who feels like they can be the person they really want to be hmm. with this new person. Okay. Because they don't have that. Anyways, that's a whole other That topic. is like a whole Let's... other podcast. <laughs> Not but I just thought an it was, episode. But I thought but it yeah. was interesting. Anyways, yes. So so this um, spiritual need. And even we talked a little bit. Do you want to f- finish your thought? Because you're thinking. You finish can see your my thought, thinking face. I can see your thinking face happening. Well, it's a related thought, I guess. Is that adaptation, like we adapt. Mm-hmm. humans know how to adapt really mm-hmm. well. Yes. Like we live in every climate on earth. It's mm-hmm. amazing how adaptable we are. And on an individual level or take physically, like we adapt so specifically. And that's why when we sit too long, we get adapted to sitting. And then we hurt ourselves when we try to do other things besides sit. Mm, you know yes. what I mean? Like we injure yeah. ourselves yes. because we're so adapted to sitting mm-hmm. and then we can't do other things. Um, or like sports related injuries, even like if somebody plays just one sport and that's the only thing their body does is that one sport, it, they get really good at that sport, but then they have a hard time and they hurt themselves when they try to do other things. Or so. how if you're sleeping for like nine hours and then you hop out of bed and then you injure yourself. Right. Like you adopted so fast <laughs> to sleeping. But yeah. So adaptation happens pretty dang quickly mm-hmm. and it's very specific. So it's on us to consciously expose ourselves yeah. to a variety of things so that yeah. we don't create these um, weaknesses. Yeah. That we're so, so that we're well-rounded. Yeah. So that we're well-rounded. Keep, keep yourself and, strong. And strong in a more uh, omni-directional uh, way, right? Omni-dimensional well way. Yes, yes. So that's the other thought that came to mind. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like every strength has its blind spots, mm-hmm. I guess, right? So adaptability is a great strength, but then the blind spot is if you get too adapted to that one thing. Yeah, it can so weaken you. That's why variety. Variety, yes. Yeah. And this Evolution. is... And this is like what we've talked about in, in other episodes too, with like the green growing edge, mm-hmm. you know, we're meant to grow, yes. which is why what makes us happy is not attaining the goal. I mean, you can be happy. You'll be happy. You'll be like, yay, we did it. But not but for then, long because you adapt. Not long. And then immediately, you know, coming around the corner you're looking at the next goal. Yep. You're not satisfied yeah. anymore. You're looking at the next goal mm-hmm. because we are meant to keep growing mm-hmm. and stretching ourselves this way helps us to grow. So that green growing edge where that edge where you're comfortable and then you're just becoming uncomfortable because a lot of the things that um, are novel can be uncomfortable. <laughs> and sometimes yes, it that's has to, the, I think it has to be. And that's why the stress. resistance sometimes it's like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to like it there. I don't know. Maybe there might be too many people there. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an empath introvert. Never mind. We shouldn't go. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> Not from real life. Stay. Or from real life. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, the example. <laughs> it's like, this may or may not be a real example. <laughs> Said a friend. Yeah. But anyway. Asking for a friend. <laughs> 
but um, yeah, so that so that need to grow, the need to just progress day to day, feeling like you're growing every day, that is what actually creates a sense of happiness. Mm-hmm. Is this feeling like okay, I'm actually growing, which is why even if it's a teeny tiny goal or it's a teeny tiny novel experience, it satisfies that need. And so you feel better. Yes. You know, so if you're doing the same thing day in, day out, months on end, it's like, you're going to feel kind of crappy. You're going to feel dead inside. Dead inside. Because because you're not, if, if you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over, you're not in alignment with that life force that yes, is pushing you that's forward. Always, right. So if right, you're, what right. feels good is to be in alignment with that life force yes. that is pushing Even you forward. Even if it's scary because yeah, just the right amount say, of scary. I will say that I love routine. A part of me loves routine. Mm-hmm. A part of me loves routine because I like to be organized. I feel a sense of control, mm-hmm. even though you don't really control anything. And <laughs> well, you do control your reaction. I will say that's one thing you control There's your some reaction. But well, yeah, okay, maybe you don't control your reaction because who is the one reacting? Yes. Okay, how philosophical do we? But yet, <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. What was I saying? <laughs> thinking about we're talking too much i was thinking about sam harris oh sam anyway i, I don't agree know what with him say. about some things and i don't agree with him about others anyway i guess we'll wrap it up whatever yeah i don't know what i was okay gonna say. bye so now we know <laughs> so why, so now we know why we were in a rut it's because we didn't have the human need for novelty mm. being satisfied we enough. had a boring cage but now we know womp, womp. we're more, we put ourselves more into rat park mm-hmm. and we Cat hope park. that all of this rambling mm-hmm. has it's helpful. been encouraging yeah. or at least amusing and entertaining to you. Listener, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed any episode, please leave a five-star review for us. We so appreciate it. And uh, on behalf of all the friendly neighborhood lesbians in your life. We thank you. (laughs) Follow us. We are on Instagram. Our handle is Sienna and Toast. And you can look us up on the website. We put all of our show notes there. The website is also siennaandtoast.com. And as always, we encourage you to live your love story. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.